smile as Vicky pulled herself up the low wall that surrounded the inner courtyard of the palace. Jumping to the ground with a thud, Vicky dusted her palms on her frock. M- Millie stood still. The sound had woken up one of the doorkeepers. She shook her head as he mumbled, Oh, Vicky Baba, and went back to sleep. Nice cushy job he had. All he had to do to earn his salary was to sleep at his post. She turned her attention back to Vicky. She was looking around carefully. Then she scampered onto the veranda and threw a tiny pebble at Millie's window. Millie hid behind the golden drapes and urgently held her finger to her lips as Pumi began to giggle. As soon as Vicky leant against the window pane and peered in, Millie swung it open. What the... Vicky cried as she fell into the room. Millie burst out laughing. Boomy stood in a corner with the edge of a sari over her mouth to suppress her giggle. What the devil? Vicky mumbled as she came towards Millie, hands on her hips. Millie tried to back off, but Vicky had grabbed her shoulders. Millie! she shouted as she shook her. Yes, replied Millie, pretending to be frightened as a frown creased her forehead. I've got admission into STH. I know, replied Millie as Vicky loosened her grip. How do you know? Because, Millie's bright eyes twinkled as she waved an envelope at her. I just got my admission letter as well. The two friends hugged each other excitedly, like fledglings that had just discovered they could fly. Such fun, squealed Vicky as she pushed back her thick-rimmed glasses from the top of her nose. No more of this boring city, when nothing ever happens. And just think, added Millie, fiddling with her hair that Boomy had plaited and tied neatly into rolls with blue ribbons. No more having to take Ma's permission for every little thing or Bowdy's ifs and buts. Oh, Vicky, I'm so thrilled. Vicky lifted her chin and looked down her nose at Millie. Princess Malvika Singh, say thank you to Miss Victoria Noons. If it wasn't for my illness, you... She stopped speaking and gestured to Millie to look behind her. Millie turned around with a start and almost bumped into Ma. Ma did not speak, merely nodded her head as Vicky and Boomy joined their hands and bowed. Millie shifted uncomfortably and began chewing her thumbnail as Ma turned to look at her. Nobody spoke. The only sound that could be heard was that of the tennis racket hitting the ball from the court adjoining the veranda. Must be Uday playing with that new friend of his. Is it true you've got admission to that school in Kishangar? Ma finally asked. Yes, Ma, Millie replied, looking down. I'd better go, muttered Vicky, and started to climb out of the window. We do have doors, you know, Ma said, a bemused look on her face. She had never been able to fathom Vicky's ways. Vicky scratched her head and grinned foolishly before replying, Yes, of course. I forgot. Ma raised her hand. Stay and hear us out, she said. She cleared her throat. Millie, we know we let you apply for admission to that school on Mrs. Noon's insistence, and you have our permission to go, but your Bowji will need some convincing. Please talk to him, Ma, Millie said as she clutched her hand. You can do it. Yes, Your Highness, 
he listens to you, added Vicky. We'll see what we can do. But it won't be easy, replied Ma, thinking hard. Can Millie come with me to see my mother? Vicky asked. She'll be thrilled. Ma looked at Vicky and then at Millie, slightly perplexed. Millie grinned. Vicky's mind was like a racehorse galloping from one thought to the next. Please, Ma, can we go break the news to Mrs. Noons? begged Millie. You know we don't like to send you to town these days because of the freedom movement, not to mention the war. Millie looked at Ma with pleading, watery eyes. Ma hesitated for a moment and then shrugged her shoulders. All right, then, she replied and turned to Boomy, who had been standing quietly near the door all this time. Boomy?